0: Welcome to the Brisbane Broker Podcast, hosted by The New Group. Each month, our brokers discuss the latest updates in the mortgage broking and finance industry to help our listeners better understand the scope of buying, investing, and refinancing property. A quick disclaimer, our podcast contains information that is general in nature, and we recommend seeking the guidance of a financial services professional to acquire financial advice. Now,
1: let's get into today's episode. Welcome, welcome to another episode of the Brisbane Broker Podcast. My name is Bobby, and today I'm joined with my co-host, mortgage broker and climber of rocks, Cade French. Cade, how are you going? Yeah, good. How are you, Bobby? <laughs> good, good. Thanks thanks for the climber of rocks as well. I thought I'd add that in there. It's, um, <laughs> it's been a big change in your life. It has. You, you know, know one with a rock. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's been a little while between episodes. What's been going on? Any highlights from your break?
0: Um, not, not too much. I really just took three weeks just to recover. I think first week uh, I was still working intermittently yeah. throughout the week, but yeah, two two weeks of solid leave. I yeah, felt good. I didn't do anything. I'm just sat. <laughs> that sounds I so good. Of war.
1: Yeah, all fully recharged for twenty twenty three. Yep, feeling great. Love, good to be back. What about yourself? Um, yeah, about the same for the first week. There was still mm. a lot of loose ends to be tied up, and a few. Oh, one main settlement that I had to get sorted for. Uh, right before Christmas, which mm-hmm. went through, thankfully, which was a uh, great relief for everyone involved. Yep. Uh, but that that was great because they got to move into their new family home mm-hmm. like, a couple of days before Christmas, or at yep. least have access to it. <laughs> <laughs> they still had the other one as well. Uh, but that, w- that was really fun. But then outside of that, I had my birthday, um, I did go to the treetop challenge and did nice. some high ropes. Finally, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Turned out it was definitely school holidays, or a lot of kids there doing the same thing. Were you the only yeah. grown man? Uh, I was in the smaller percentage, <laughs> <of children>. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a lot of fun. Um, did you complete the challenge? I did. I did. Well done. Yeah, thank you. Huge win. You're one with the tree. I am. <laughs> <laughs> and then went over to New Zealand um, in Queenstown for about four nights, which was really fun, mm-hmm. and straight back into it. Nice. Feeling reset, recharged? 100%, yeah. Yep. Really looking forward to the year. Yeah. It's, um, we don't have a whole lot of structure planned for this episode. Right. Yeah, I thought it'd be good to just go over some of the typical things we speak about and discuss and make some wild accusations and guesses as to what's going to happen. And uh, <laughs> just just talk about uh, what we think is going to happen, I, I guess. Yeah, sure. Let's create some liability. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So um, before we get jump into that stuff, um, we announced our refer a friend campaign a couple of episodes back. And just wanted to thank everybody for doing exactly that, referring your friends. <laughs> it, it's been really, really fun to speak with mm. all of these Uh, people who have been referred from current clients and yeah, it's just been a lot of fun. So thank you to everyone who's done it. Um, Just a reminder of how that works. If you refer a friend and they reach out to us and we review their position and they use the secret code from the episode, uh, which we'll announce later in the episode, uh, we'll send you both a surprise gift. Now, if that friend does proceed to settlement, either a refinance or a purchase, we will send you the referrer a $250 gift card, nice. which you've sent out a few of those today, haven't heaps. you?
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I sent out a few today, but I sent last year, like December, mm. sent it heaps. That's so good. It's quite fun to do, So yeah. It's yeah. like you just get a text
1: with a $250 gift card. Yeah. I would How love fun that. is that? But... I would love it, too. <laughs> <laughs> but so, so yeah, tell your friends, family, and or colleagues. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess someone could be all three of those things. Fellow rock climbers. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, well, there's nowhere to go when you're on the rocks, just... <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Um, but yes, yeah, so, uh, refer them through to the Newstead Group mm-hmm. and get rewarded, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, cool. So, wh- what's been going on at the Newstead Group? Well, it's been pretty busy. Mm. Usually January is more a uh,
0: chilled out month. Mm-hmm. We We kind of come back from holidays... We sit down, we regroup, we strategize. Uh, this month has not been so much. Um, <laughs> January was straight into it, full swing. Um, huge amount of uh, clients coming through, uh, all, all referrals mostly, mm. uh, a few, few Google leads. But yep. it's just been really busy. It has. And really wholesome. It's a great start to
1: 2023. It really is. It's um, I'm, I'm yet to look at the numbers, but it feels like borderline record amount of consults that I've... <laughs> 900% increase. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so that's yeah, been fun. Like, that's the number. <laughs> yeah, dealing with so many new scenarios every week, mm-hmm. um, whether that's over the phone or Zoom or in office, it's a combination of all of those things. But it's just so fun. Uh, well, firstly, mm-hmm. of course, starting the, starting the journey with another client, but also just to, like, within 15 or 30 minutes, you can give someone a pretty good indication fairly quickly yep. as to if it's a yay or nay or if, yeah. it, if it's a nay what they have to do to make it a yay a lot of my calls are only 30 or 45 minutes now mm, yeah. and
0: uh, by the end of that call we determine can you do what you want to do and mm-hmm. there's generally an answer whether it be yes or no or maybe yeah but there's some kind of indication yeah and that doesn't cost you
1: anything exactly that's it. fun yep. yeah at any point yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, good stuff uh, so so that's been really fun, uh, mm. working through all of that. But uh, we also got a few new team photos last week. We did. That yep. was, um, we posed. Yeah, we did. Maybe yep. on the hottest day of the year, possibly. Yep. Uh, <laughs> we're out there in the sun, just briefly. Uh, yep. But we got a couple of shots, and uh, I guess that'll be a bit more relevant than our uh, Christmas sweater photos on the website. I say we stick with Christmas sweater until until next December. Consider my arm (laughs) twisted. (laughs) (laughs) That was good, it was good. Um,
0: Refreshing a few things on the website. It's Mm. nice, some blog posts. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, Private's been
1: working on some good posts and um, the monthly bulletin. Yep, yep. yeah. Good stuff. Um, now, swiftly, yes, what can you tell me? What's going uh, on? Whoa, well, any any changes to everything here? <laughs> <laughs> So swiftly, um, which is our platform, we've
0: we've kind of mentioned this in the past, is a, a digital home loan platform. Uh, it's a deployment platform. So essentially, brokers uh, will all always be around, I believe, anyway. We're writing over seventy percent of volume. We're absolutely smashing what, what's going on mm-hmm. with with going into a bank, and it's just purely choice. But a lot of clients do want to be more reserved and take an electronic approach. So we decided to provide a bit of a solution to clients that might not want to come in or might not want to sit down with the broker or go through the whole whole process. Um, and even though we've tailored it to be quite quick, we wanted something that did align with those those mm-hmm. values of being efficient, quick, online.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so if you go to swiftly.com.au, S-W-F-T-L-Y.com.au, uh, so the, it's just swiftly, but the I is missing. Drop the I. Drop the eye. <laughs> drop the eye. Uh, essentially, you've got a whole digital process to, to apply for a home loan. And we will guide you through that, but we won't take the same approach. Um, It's just more of a a short and sweet version. Mm. And there are some limitations. The lenders on there are all digital. Mm -hmm. Uh, We we want that company to become a completely green company, essentially. Absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, but that's 100% backed by the Newstead Group. Um, Of course, the Newstead Group will always be here, brick and mortar. Mm -hmm. Trust, reliable, but we also have this product that you can go through that also has that same value and same range of products that we have just a little bit limited towards that digital space. Yeah, fantastic. And is there any area that Swiftly has been advertised recently? This is fun Um, (laughs) and and, and, and different. Uh, We went for a niche environment. We took a bit of a risk, uh, but what I believe is a healthy risk. We actually partnered up with eSports. So we are currently... Across the branding of a massive viewpoint <laughs> of esports. Um, I think that if you jump onto Twitch and take a bit of a look around, you probably would find it hard not to see us shortly. <laughs> exactly. So, um, so th- this um, actual project of Swiftly is a joint venture with uh, a very large eSports e- distributor.
1: Yeah, amazing. Yeah, it's, really excited. It's really, really cool seeing the Swiftly brand across yep. all the streams. Yeah, <laughs> It's it's been a really fun process.
0: Getting, it's been a two-year process getting to this point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so hopefully, um, yeah, we, we only launched
1: about two weeks ago. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so... <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> expect big things. Yeah, absolutely. No, yeah. it's really, really rewarding to see it where it's at now. Yeah, agreed. And, and could not just agree can't not. wait to see yeah. where it goes as well. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, all right, well, we'll keep everyone up to date with that. But mm. I guess the the short end of that is that the Newstead group still going to be here doing exactly what we do, yep. no matter what. Yep. That's not going to change. Uh, we love what we do. We've also got that going on in the background, which yep. is... A lot of fun. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. Um, So everyone's asking, you can't avoid a conversation about this as a broker or even as a non-broker. Just just walking (laughs) along with friends. Interest rates, what's going on? Uh, It's still going up. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not
0: going to be that guy that's the first broker to say what rates are going to (laughs) do for 2023. Um, But I I do expect them to go up. Uh, There's been... uh, a position for a lot of people saying two, two rate rises, a point two five so mm. 0.5 rate increase. There's been a lot of speculation around four rate increases. Mm. Um, there's been no speculation around no rate increases. No, there's, that doesn't seem likely. It doesn't. Uh, fixed rates are still about that 1% higher than variable or close to. So to be honest, it could really go either way. Mm. In, in my opinion, it could either go to 0.5 or one, 1% increase. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be pretty com- comfortable and confident in saying... I think rates are going to go up by about 0.5. Yeah. Yeah. Over the next few months or... Over the next six months, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then I think it's going to plateau. Mm. Yeah. And then maybe there might be another increase in December.
1: Yeah. Well, inflation figures came out just mm. last week or the week before, I think. Yeah. And it's not quite where it needs to yeah. be, so... The spending did
0: go down a little bit. Mm. Um, but in November, because uh, the Black Friday sales it went up by two, uh, it was 2.6% higher than the month before. Yeah but they're still slightly declining. Mm-hmm. So it's getting, it like, it's not where it wants to be, but it's still, people are making change. Yeah.
1: Which is good. They're forced to. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, which is not good. No, no. <laughs> but um, I guess what that's what the... That's what it's all about. Overall, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well, stay tuned on that one again, as well, <laughs> I suppose. There's no, we don't have any control over that one. But um, what, do you,
0: what do you think, Bobby? <laughs> I, I,
1: my uh, my thoughts um, match yours, really. Okay. Um, I'm expecting 0.25 this coming Monday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tuesday, sorry. Um, and then, yeah, yeah, a lot of people are saying they're expecting, mm. like like you said, like the two to four months yeah. of increases. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I... It's just really interesting. it's, it's, it's mm. hard to, it's hard to say what uh, what will happen because we don't know clearly yep. but um, yeah, I think in the in the near future we'll see an increase
0: next week. So for anyone that's wondering what happens or what we're talking about just with rate rises, just to really summarize, if the rates go up or the RBA puts their rates up, a lot of banks will put their rates up too, mm. which means one you're paying more money and two you can borrow less money. So, whenever we are referring to these rate rises, we're just referring to what impact that might have on you and on the overall environment. yeah, I think it's worth just mentioning that every now and then, yeah, if you're a new listener or if you're new to the home buy market or don't own a property, you're probably hearing the term rate rise a lot, mm. and that's essentially what it means, yeah, yeah, it
1: means your minimum monthly repayments increase, mm-hmm. which means you can borrow less, yeah, simple as that, yeah, yeah, but um beyond that uh, so what type of products have you been working with most recently? Like, are you still yeah. mostly going variable or fixed yeah, or combination? definitely variable. And I
0: read the AFG report as well, which is um, a huge company for mortgage distribution, and they said that fixed rates were down massively. Uh, I've done a few like two-year fixed refis or one-year fixed purchases just to get your budget in order. Mm. Uh, a lot of people are still quite hesitant to be variable, uh, especially as first-home buyers or or if you're on a budget. Um but, yeah, I'm probably seeing about 90% variable. Yeah. Uh, what about yourself? I'd have to say the same. Maybe even
1: more variable than that. Yeah, wow. Um, Almost 100%. Yeah, nearly. Yeah. Um, You're yeah. against fixed rate loans, are you, Bobby? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. It's um, it, It's a funny one as well. It's it's yeah. hard to recommend a fixed rate when you've got this other rate that is it's, clearly it's, lower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, of course, we always discuss the risks yep. in going into that. But, uh, but yeah, most people have been comfortable with, um, with the variable rates keeping in mind that it's being assessed at mm-hmm. 3% higher than that actual rate. So yeah. if it gets really, really bad and it goes 3% higher than what it's at now, that's when these people would really be impacted. Yep, yeah. yeah. But uh, I can't see it increasing by 3%. Are you doing any split loans, like fixed and variable splits? I'm working with one client at the moment that's mm. um, that is wanting well, to do that. So okay. uh, I haven't done one of those. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think I did any of them last year. Um, yeah. They were really popular in 2021. Oh, I, I was <laughs> I was there. Could you king split? that's a, <laughs> definitely call me. <laughs> yeah,
0: um. don't, don't call me anymore. <laughs>
1: 2023 was a bit of a cancel culture. (laughs) Um, But it it was a different different motivation to do it then, I suppose, Uh, when rates were as low as they were, Mm -hmm. and you still wanted to reduce the interest payable over the life of the loan, you would fix the majority of it and keep a variable portion of how much you might expect to be able to... Like the goal would be to fill up that variable portion or get close to it. We had
0: a whole formula for it. It was (laughs) surplus funds post-sale minus amortization or plus amortization Mm -hmm. plus uh, salary uh, credits over budget. Mm -hmm. And that would be it. Yeah. And then the times by term. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And we would just do that. And it worked wonders uh, unless they were self-employed, which is very tricky because you had lump sums of money. Yeah. Uh, but outside of that, um, yeah, that that was the formula, and it worked amazing. Mm. Uh, but now, if you're splitting a loan, you've got one loan with such a high repayment on fixed, it it almost mm. doesn't make sense. Yeah, all the time. exactly.
1: That's crazy. Yeah, um, yeah. It, it's just a completely mm. different reason to do it now, I suppose. Uh, I haven't done one in a while now. Yeah, I think um, the mentality is there for people that are coming off of a, mm. fixed, a fixed period. Yeah. Um, so they're coming out of that twenty twenty one fixed rate. And fixed rates—that's all they know. Like mm. <laughs> that's what they're used to. So they, they that seems like the no-brainer thing to do. But it's yep. a bit of a mind shift for some people at the moment. Um, coming off a low, low fixed rate, changing to variable. But definitely, ultimately, yep. it's—I don't know—just you pay mm. your home.
0: <laughs> <laughs> It's—it's it's funny though because I've got a lot of clients coming off fixed, wanting to go back onto fully fixed as well. Yeah, that's what, yeah. So They just—they just, they just can't. Just, uh, they get around the idea of going fully variable mm. because um, may, maybe they're running month to month or, or the cash flow position is, isn't as strong mm. or, or they don't save as much and they just go, well, I just want to keep paying it almost like rent, mm-hmm. I, like set and forget expense and just pay it. Yeah, And I, I totally get that. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's, if you don't want to take that risk, if you don't want rates going up, if you don't want your repayment to change, if you can't focus on your budget as much, sure. Yeah, You're going to be paying more, but
1: for the time being at least. Yep. But it's a great idea yeah yeah that's yeah, it fix for fix hmm yeah but uh, at, at the time in 2021 as well mm-hmm. um like we should talk more about 2023 but <laughs> in 2021 uh mm-hmm. fix rates were lower than variable rates yep it was com- yeah completely wacky um, different st- i still have clients coming off 1.89
0: yeah
1: still mm-hmm. blows my mind yeah 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 nuts all right um what else have we got here? Uh, valuations. Mm-hmm. Have you been going on that front? Yeah, good. Mm. Valuations in super strong.
0: Uh, we're probably going to see something happen soon. Mm. Uh, today we ran some valuations, and they, they were significantly under. I'd, I'd probably say somewhere between about twenty-five to forty percent. Yeah, dropping. So it could have been that particular property being a luxury property. Yeah. But at the same time, whenever I see those valuations come in short, it always goes to the back of my mind. Thing I think. What's what's happening? Yeah, next. What's our property is going down? A value is being more precautious now. Is the skyrocketing price point over? Mm. And to me, it's it is a buyer's market now, oh, even 100%. with rates where they are.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yep, yeah. yeah. I, I think there are more and more uh, offers being accepted by yep. clients of mine that are, oh, we may as well put an offer in. They probably won't accept yep. it, and they're getting accepted.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's 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 great. You can actually offer, I mean, last year I was making phone calls, trying trying to look at a place, and mm. when I called up the real estate, they said, "Or oh, it's already been sold. So I called up the next place and they said, "Or oh, it's already been sold. It was just these kind of skeleton listings so that they could sell you another property that yep. wasn't even on the market yet. Yep. And this year, you're calling up real estates and they, they just won't stop calling you back. Mm. It's, it's open. <laughs> Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's it's buying season. Yeah, it was hard to get them on the phone previously. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um. Yeah, I've been the same with valuations. No mm. real dramas, but uh, also have my wits about me yep. for um where property values are going. But yep. I haven't seen that really mm. firsthand yet. Apart from those more competitive offers being accepted. Yep. But um. Uh, but I, yeah, I think it's coming. Yeah. Uh. Still lots of cashbacks going on. Yeah. Yeah. They're. Just a part of it, They're not the driving force of why I would be mm-hmm. refinancing to a lender, but it can be a little bonus. But yeah, um, so typically, uh, for those that aren't aware, um, a lot of lenders offer refinance cashbacks. Mm-hmm. So if you refinance from your current bank or lender and purchase uh, cashbacks, too, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so even if you're not refinancing, you're just buying mm. a place, they'll give you money, throw you a couple of grand. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't know what the deal is there, but I know you think they're just working into their rate, mm. right? And then just be the sharpest rate. But instead, they're driving the cashbacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, there's there's a question for for listeners. If you do get a chance to to come back to us, would you rather have a slightly lower rate that's the equivalent of the cashback? Or would you rather have the cashback? So, as an example, would you rather have a 4.5 percent mortgage, or with a four thousand dollar cashback, or a four percent mortgage with no cashback? Mm. Over two years, it works out to be in the same amount. Would you rather have lower payments? Or just cash up front? Mm. I think it's a great question. Yeah, me too. Because it shouldn't be the driving force. I, I don't believe it should be the driving force to go, okay, I'm going to refinance or I'm going to buy a place and I'm going to go, that lender, because they're going to give me some money? Yeah. Because when are they going to recoup that money? Mm. Like, the, is the rate going to go up in three months? In six yeah. months?
1: So the campaign's not going to last forever? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. got to be... Cautious about that and not be mm. too incentivized about cashbacks, I think. And they're big.
0: They are. I've seen somebody get $16,000 from a cashback before.
1: One, six, zero, zero, zero.
0: Correct. <laughs> <laughs> I have seen it. I did not write it. I've heard the yeah. myth. <laughs> I did not see it with my own eyes yeah. specifically, but yeah. I, I have, um, I'm, I'm aware of the broker that, mm. that did that.
1: Far out. Because yeah, if there's property. multiple yeah, multiple securities involved. Yeah. They don't
0: it's... they try not to any more, there's still some lenders that have per property. Yeah. And that just blows my mind. Especially yeah. if they're only small loans of maybe maybe you've got four properties with three hundred thousand dollar mortgages.
1: Mm. I mean that's almost the interest for a year. <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. 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 Crazy. Yeah. Just, yeah. Don't let cashbacks be the determining factor, <laughs> I suppose, but Look, if, it, if it's the right lender for every other reason, happy yep. days. Yep. Uh, right.
0: I've, I've had a lot of cashbacks that I've yep. done recently. Yeah, And I don't mind. I mean, the lenders that are doing them are some quite strong lenders. Mm-hmm. St. George, CBA, mm-hmm. Bank, mm-hmm. all these lenders have great cashbacks. Even ING. Yeah. If your loan's are over 500000 So, yeah, should check them out. I mean, there's still some sharp rates out there.
1: Yeah. Um, we'll give you a hand. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, now, lender turnaround times, this has been... Wow. Fantastic. Yeah, For still. Ages. Yep. <laughs> uh, Super duper fast. I think um, I had another. You had a record one. Yeah, I was, about yeah. To say, I was about to say it was a record one, but I don't know if it, it, it must, was. Must wasn't it? it was. It was. Yeah. Lodged or upgraded from pre approval to a full approval on mm-hmm. Australia Day. Yep. Formally approved on the 27th. So, mm-hmm. um, and then loan documents issued the same day. It's great. Electronic loan documents, electronic mortgage in Queensland. Yep. It could have been all a, tw- a one-day settlement.
0: <laughs> Meanwhile, I've uh, got one of my applications that went for about 17 days, and it was just perfect. Yeah. So some, some banks are just out of the loop. Mm. They, they didn't get the memo that 2023, everything's fast. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what they're doing. Um, they're not carpooling.
1: They're <laughs> just doing everything wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and,
0: uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, it's so much... It, it's so much smoother for everyone mm. when it can be a fast process It takes yeah. so much stress out of it
0: and and it's weird because you with those lenders like like Macquaries mm. example, they're not more expensive yeah they're usually
1: quite sharp on pricing. Mm-hmm. It's just a more efficient process, yeah. yeah, yeah, I love it. I think think there'll be more lenders moving their processes in that direction, I think so too. I hope so yeah <laughs> me too yeah um so what kind of deals have you been working on recently um it's mostly been owner-occupied, investment? Mm, inv- some investment. Mm. Some, some owner-occupied, mostly commercial. Lately. Yeah. Yep. Still still flat, flying that uh, number two commercial broker of <laughs> yeah. the year for yeah. 2022 banner. Yeah. You uh, won't put that banner down. I won't. <laughs> like a ribbon dancer. Uh, I want, want a cup with it on it. <laughs> or a plaque. Yeah. <laughs> a plaque. Oh, God. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so... Uh, Amongst all of those, um, all of the new inquiries for 2023, Mm -hmm. a lot of those have been commercial. (laughs) We have, yeah. We're we're kind of um, becoming the magnet for commercial deals. Yeah
0: but we're still writing the same amount of residential deals, if not more. Mm. So it's kind of like we're doing two, <laughs> it's like the night shift. <laughs> During the day, we're doing residential and night shift. We've got these
1: commercial loans. <laughs> so, and the morning shift. We've got some Swiftly going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really, really diversified right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm loving it. Uh,
0: I think we've mentioned this a million times before, but every time we do a commercial, we always work on it together. Mm. And it's a bit of a group project and... It's, it's great. We all, we all cover our bases, we
1: all play to our strengths, and we all make sure the deal gets done. Yep. Yeah. We all learn about different uh, different industries, different and niches. Well, what are we doing right now? Oh, well, let I'm me just, tell you. Yeah. I've, um, I wrote a list down, actually. Um, so, <laughs> as of January, oh yep. well, it's Feb now, but uh, we're, some of the deals we're working with involve pubs, mm-hmm. haunted or not, that's yet to be determined. <laughs> um, we, we, we do believe it's haunted. <laughs> Uh, tattoo Studios, gyms, properties, like big properties up in North Queensland, mm-hmm. fast food and I'm sure I'm forgetting one there. You're definitely forgetting a few. <laughs> You're yeah. definitely forgetting a few. Uh, lots, lots of retail as well. Yeah, lots of retail properties. Yeah. But uh, it's it's just so great learning all these mm. niches and yeah. what lenders can and can't do, what their risk appetite is like. And yeah.
0: Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. I'm still, commercial is yet to throw me a scenario that I'm like, well, I don't want to do this. Yeah, It's,
1: it's always fun. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, good stuff. Um, and we've been working on uh, lots of refinances as well. Uh, so I, I think we've mentioned this a few times before, but when would you say mm. is a good time for somebody to consider refinancing?
0: Oh, wow. That's really, really funny asked ask that, because I think last year on the podcast, we said, if your rate's over 5%, mm. but now... <laughs> What do we say, Is it if your rate's over six? <laughs> I guess the five still I, 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 think, um, I think the moment you feel like the product's just not right for you. Mm. Like if you sit down, you're having dinner, and you're talking about finance, thinking, what's going on? And it's eating into your life, and you're thinking, am I doing the right thing? Mm-hmm. I think that's the right time. Yeah. Yeah. We we, we shouldn't play the rate game or Definitely don't have dinner and go, how can I get $4,000 very quick? <laughs> Let's refinance. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Do you want to yeah. buy this... Uh, But yeah, sit down and if it's just eating into your life or if you think that there's something wrong, Mm -hmm. call your broker. If you just want to get a second opinion.
1: Yeah. yeah. If you feel like your rate is too high, Mm. just ask your broker. Exactly. Give us a call. Yeah, and it might even be a 60-second conversation. Exactly. We might say, no, that's pretty good, or we'll try and price it, or we'll provide a product comparison and we can switch it out pretty quickly. We've got options, yeah. Yeah, exactly right. But uh, like you said, if it's eating into your life, like I, I think finance and um, home, loans, or home loans in particular, it should be something that is set up right at the start. Mm-hmm. It should work for you mm-hmm. at that time and then continue to work for you and uh, be compatible with your life and lifestyle. Mm-hmm. If you have a good strategy, a, a good way to pay it down mm-hmm. in a way that works for you while shortening the length of the term or maximizing investment interest or what, mm-hmm. whatever it might be, um, that should just be... Happening. And yeah. if, if that's not, if it doesn't feel that way, yeah. bring, bring.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Give us a call. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. We're always up for a chat. Yeah. It's, um, yeah. Damn, refinances. Yeah. So you've got to do it sometimes. some Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I guess there's people, uh, going to say it again, coming mm. off the 2021 fixed rates that yeah. aren't too sure what they're walking into, I yeah. guess. So uh, I, I think the.
0: The media's made it pretty accessible to mm. to know what you're going into. Yeah, but it's it's a bit. It, it is a bit, mm-hmm. and it it's kind of crept over the original three percent buffer. So we we had a floor rate originally that was quite mm. low. Um, I think it was around five point two five or so for loans. Yeah. So the rates are now going above that floor rate. Mm-hmm. So if you could afford a loan back then by a dollar, at this point you're coming to a point where you can't technically afford that loan. If your financial position hasn't, hasn't changed, yeah.
1: Yet. Or if or it hasn't improved, it down, or you or haven't or taken
0: on more debt. Or whatever it might be. So I think in that position, you might need to do a bit of a budget and stuff. And um, to do that, we're actually releasing a blog post as well, uh, just about Cashflow 101. Mm-hmm. I'd love to ask Piper, she came up with a great title for this blog post. Um, but, I can't remember it. I think it's cash flowin'. Cash be flowin'. Cash be flowin'. <laughs> <You
1: know? laughs> <laughs> Great title. So. Yeah, check that one out. Yeah, keep 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 um keep your eyes out for that one. Yeah. Um, my advice remi- remains the same on this one. If you know your uh, fixed period is due to come up, say, June, for example, yeah. in 2023, start planning for what the repayments are going to be, mm-hmm. like, maybe two to three months in the lead up and start re- repaying at that higher rate yep. or oh, at that higher repayment figure because there's no reason mm. to just uh, dive straight into the deep end when you can when you can wade in. Yeah I, so, I couldn't agree more. Yeah. I think write up your budget.
0: just mm-hmm. just write up your budget and put your savings target as whatever it might be, but then add the home loan to it as well. Mm. Add the home loan change of repayments. Yeah, absolutely. If you you can do
1: that, great. Mm -hmm. You are ready? Yeah, exactly. Good, good, good. Um, Any other niche kind of things you've been working on? Um,
0: Yeah, working with a few directors at the moment, just doing some alternative document loans or low-doc loans. Uh, What is that? Oh, well... (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> if you have a complex entity, um, you've got a company and a trust, or you're drawing down your income in a way that's more tax efficient but less lender efficient, when I say lender efficient, I mean you can't evidence your income. The, not, not in the right way, at least. We as brokers can uh, go down an alternative document route where we basically use your accountant summary. We use some BAS statements. Uh, we can use bank statements showing salary credits. There are a few different ways to evidence it, but essentially we go around the corporate structure and go towards your personal structure. So how you you are treated from your business rather than looking at your business. Right. By doing that, we can do a more effective home loan sometimes. Um, as an example, sometimes we have clients that have a trust and they draw down their income through their family members mm-hmm. uh, to, to mitigate tax or for asset protection. Mm-hmm. And by doing that, uh, on paper, your income looks... Well, okay, every <laughs> ABN holder knows this. Uh, anyone that owns a business with a corporate trust will know this. It doesn't look great on paper, yeah. because the goal's not to have the biggest, <laughs> largest income mm-hmm. is to support your family or mm-hmm. to, to protect your assets. And and by doing that, um, there's certain structures you can do, and our goal is to make sure that we can still find you alone. So we can go down that approach. Alternative Documents is exclusively around catering to those clients. Cool. Yeah. So you're working on a few of those at the moment. I am, yeah. It's, um, it's really enjoyable because you get to know somebody's business without looking too much into their business. Yeah. Um, We still have to look through financials to a degree, uh, understand the client's position, understand they can still manage to repay this loan. Mm. But at the same time, uh, it's just really interesting to hear people's stories yeah. around what they're doing and how they're treating themselves through, through the business. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Oh, good stuff. Mm. I'm a big self employed advocate or commercial or corporate structure advocate. Yeah. I think that if you can set yourself up for life and do
1: it the right way, Mm -hmm. I'm a big believer. Yeah. So, yeah. Good, good. Um, What else have we got? Still a lot of first home buyers coming through with the yeah. first home buy guarantee. It's still out Heaps. there. still, yeah, space is available, still yeah, uh, two thousand, we heard. yeah, recently that's uh yeah. that's a rumored figure. There's no <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't think he was too sure about that figure. No. <laughs> <laughs> about uh, about two thousand, <laughs> yeah, which is um that's that's tons. This time yeah. last year, there weren't any left. So. no, no, even when there were about three hundred left, I think it still ran for
0: a bit. yeah. and they were kind of trying to, be really tight with who they gave those spots to. Exactly, yeah.
1: Uh, But yeah, it's open for business. Yeah. 5% yeah. deposits, come at us. Party on. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, and a lot of my clients have been coming through recently, um, looking for properties for ages, and now, again, commenting on that um, uh, previous point of it becoming more mm. of a buyer's market. Yep. They're finding places. Like, a yeah. lot of these people that have been looking for a long time are starting to get some... Serious offers in, which is really, really exciting. And you just want to see it happen for them. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. It'd be so tiring to Mm. just be out there for months and months and months. So really happy to see that coming through. I agree. It it, it is really nice to see a change in the market. Yeah. 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 Good stuff. Um, I wanted to mention as well, uh, Mm. this might not be as relevant for um, our general listeners, but... um, If you're in New South Wales, I just wanted to mention, or even if you're in wherever you are, you may have heard about the uh, new initiative. It's called the First Home Buyer's Choice. Now, I thought it'd be worthwhile mentioning this one because uh, essentially what it is, um, the New South Wales government has initiated this scheme, or choice, I guess, (laughs) (laughs) um, where you don't actually, like, there's all this uh, eligibility criteria in place. But uh, you don't have to pay stamp duty in bulk upfront mm. when you purchase a place. Instead, you can pay off these um, incremental—I think they've got a term for it—incremental um, uh, in, payments uh, instead of paying it upfront. So, check out or ask us more about that if you want to learn about it. But uh, one one tricky thing about that, um, I, I think it's really suitable for some scenarios. High income. Mm -hmm. That one. (laughs) Um, Because it actually restricts your borrowing capacity. Mm. Because if you're taking the choice to pay it off over these um, increments or annual increments, I think they are, Mm. um, you have to evidence that you're able to afford to do that. So while it can save some time in saving for your deposit, Mm. um, because you don't have to save up that big chunk of um yeah you, you pay stamp duty up front as well so yeah. Yeah. as part of that usually yeah yeah
0: yeah most commonly yeah.
1: yeah um but uh but yeah i i think that's a really interesting initiative yet to see mm-hmm. it take place like i yeah. haven't worked on one that um, that's been the case but um i, I haven't done any of these
0: either mm. um i'm interested to see how it goes but i, I think it would take a really high income mm-hmm. to, to support this I, I am a big advocate for having good deposit up front though and Absolutely. working on that and building it. So I'm still a strong supporter of just paying the stamp duty. Mm-hmm. I don't like, um, I'm pretty old school. I don't like <laughs> after pay. I don't like zip pay. Yeah. I don't like paying things later. I don't like stamp pay. <laughs> <laughs> My new coin term. For <laughs> I love it. Yeah. It's, it's out there sure. now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So I think just save. <laughs> yeah. but, but in saying that, if you do want to check it out, come, come through, have a chat. Mm. Uh, we'll check it out. It might suit your position really well. Yeah. Um, yet yet to see somebody's position that really fits it well because I ran some examples uh, originally. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah,
1: um, let's work through it together. Yep. Good yeah, good stuff. Uh, now, I mentioned earlier, there's a listener code. Uh, I don't know if you remember this, Cade. If you cast mm. your mind back to 2022, mm. I used to sometimes mention the National Day uh, when we were recording the podcast. Do you mm. remember that? Mm-hmm. Was it Bill Murray related? Well, I did start looking into the history of this, but <laughs> today's Groundhog Day, folks. And that... I saw Groundhog Day on the paper and I was thinking, <laughs> where are we going with this? <laughs> uh, I looked into it. So Groundhog Day initially started as the groundhogs would come out of the ground, which would initiate or um, it would hmm. um, suggest that it's the beginning of spring. Right. So this isn't the film related to the film. <laughs> but, <laughs> <It's> um, <done. laughs> and of course, it's not spring here, but uh, regardless, it is mm. Groundhog Day. I so should not read ahead. <laughs> that's a, the that's a listener code today, folks. Um, so refer yep. your friends, tell them to... Say Groundhog Day. <laughs> <laughs> or just say it to yourself. Yeah. Yep. Over and over. Think about it every day. <laughs> watch the movie. Yeah, with Bill I, Murray. I should watch it. I've it's a great, great movie. Aged since I've seen that. Really good movie. Mm. Yeah. There's oh, a lot
0: no. of movies that are based on that movie. Just through time, I see that repetitive day yeah. movies. I love it. Yeah, That's amazing. that
1: Tom Springs one. Yeah. With Andy hmm Yeah. All right. Uh, we've got a few listener questions. Mm-hmm. I wanted to run through before we close things out. But um, we had an interesting scenario recently where we had a first home buyer that had technically had 20% deposit set aside. but And they were, and they were using this game, the scheme yes. where you have to have the first less than, than 20%. Yes. yes, but the difficult thing in this scenario is that almost half of those funds were set aside for their wedding, which is taking place oh. this July or this mm-hmm. year at some yep. point. Yeah, So... We had to get on the phone (laughs) for this (laughs) one and we we really didn't know how this one would be treated because technically they Mm. can Mm -hmm. do a 20% deposit, but those funds are set aside for something else. So what was the outcome? What what did we learn?
0: Um, Yeah, well, when using the scheme, you don't want to displace other potential clients that have a 5% deposit. Mm -hmm. So you don't want to take those spots. But in some particular scenarios, the 20% deposit can be made up of a gift as well. Mm. So in this particular scenario, what we found out was there was some level of a gift in there. And because it was a gift, we can basically deviate around the normal policy because that money wouldn't have been there otherwise. Mm-hmm. So there's different ways to approach it. But essentially what what we're alluding to is with the scheme, you have to put in the max amount of money possible. Yeah. And that's the way it works. But sometimes... Uh, parents might give you a gift to buy a first property Mm -hmm. and that gift immediately as it lands in your account is your money Mm. and essentially then you have to contribute that towards a purchase but that gift could be for furniture Mm -hmm. it could be for (laughs) a wedding it could be for a holiday (laughs) and immediately you have to transfer that money if you're using the scheme the alternative is maybe paying 10 or twenty thousand dollars in mortgage insurance yeah so, in this particular scenario, yes, we did workshop it, but it's it's a
1: very complex scenario. It, was it is quite interesting. Yeah. yeah. We weren't sure how lenders were going to respond to that one. We didn't know yeah. if they'd say, no, they can't get married, or <laughs> <laughs> no, they have to buy a house now. But I, um, that I wasn't I think the case. that was my worst fear when you do a scenario like this,
0: is where a lender says, no, they can't. Mm. You know, they, they, yeah. Wedding sofa. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just can't imagine anything worse being said. Yeah. Yeah. But that was a really, really interesting one. Yeah. Um, Now, we've been asked this one a few times, but it's always relevant, and I just wanted to Mm. um, bring it up again, but uh, I'm moving interstate. What do I need to consider before doing so? Okay, I I want to purchase interstate. I'll answer this one, but I'll I'll ask the next one to you. Okay. All right.
0: (laughs) Uh, So, for this one, um, yeah, if you move interstate, uh, we're going to assume that you either work remotely or you're getting another job Mm -hmm. interstate, or you're working for your same employee interstate. Uh, so if you're working remotely, that, that's fine. Um, you just need to let us know what you're doing and that your job's going to be continuing like normal.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, if you're changing, uh, moving into state, uh, and this is while buying a place or moving into a place in state, when you do that and you apply for a home loan, um, we need to know. We need maybe a letter from your employer saying that you're relocating. We also need to know the costs involved with relocation. Uh, as an example, we might need to know that. Uh, if you, when you go across there, the place you're actually working from, or the office you're working from, might be a lot harder to get to. We need to know the costs involved with or the forecasted costs of travelling to that office. If you're just working from home and, and working from a company that was in your original state, it should be fine, mm-hmm. as long as we get something from your employer advising that you're relocating. Yeah. The third option um, was just around if you're changing jobs and moving in state. So, say, for example, you're living in Queensland, you find a great job in WA, WA, uh, It's in a similar line of work or not in a similar line of work. We need a payslip from the new job before you can apply for a loan. We can't apply with a contract. We can't apply with anything else. We need your first payslip because we need to know that that job is firstly real. And secondly, that you're getting enough money to pay for the home loan from that new job over uh, in whichever state you move to. That's really tricky because you might need to maybe rent for for a few months or or maybe have short-term accommodation Mm. while starting off your new job before you can actually buy a property. Yeah. That, that's probably one of the
1: trickiest ones. Or you can work remotely from your original state before relocating, if that's an option. Yeah. So a few options out there, but yeah. I, I suppose the biggest part of it is employment. It's all it's all employment, yeah. yeah. Just being able to evidence to the lender that you're going through that you'll be able to repay the loan. Yeah. <laughs> that's fair, right? Well, well
0: I've, I've had some clients ask me, hey, I, I want to leave my job and, and move across and buy a place and then look for a job. Mm. And... It just—it's so hard to do that because you've got no income, Um, unless you're working remotely over there from your original job. Mm -hmm. That works fine. Yeah, but you can't just up and leave. (laughs) (laughs) The eat, pray, love—I think—is just disappear. Yeah, yeah, Mm, yeah. (laughs) heard that one. Yep. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. What else we got? We we haven't got too much else. Um, Oh, scholarship income. Great question. (laughs) How do we? How do lenders treat scholarship income? Well, uh, I'm going to uni. I'm doing my PhD. Yeah, I get some scholarship income. Mm-hmm. It's going on for five years, hypothetically. Nice, maybe more. Who knows. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. How do, how do lenders treat it? What's um? So work. Th- this was a question I had recently, mm-hmm. and with some lenders, well, with most lenders, it's a real case by case, or mm-hmm. no, it, this income can't be used. Mm-hmm. But there are some very reputable lenders out there that have clear policy in place. That say that 100 percent of scholarship income can be used for servicing alone. it yep. just needs some kind of evidence from the institution that's providing the scholarship, uh, highlighting the uh, the amount, the term, everything like that, um, just to say that this this money will be paid essentially, but yep. uh, that can be used towards servicing yep. in solidarity, which <laughs> <Yeah>. is <laughs> crazy. Yeah, it's really, it, it really is interesting. really interesting. Super yeah. super niche. Uh, but it, it was great to find that solution. What, what about this one? A Great answer, by
0: the way. What about this one? Uh, will my transactions be judged by a bank or my broker?
1: What about mm. an example like OnlyFans? Okay. Yeah. Well, it's not going to be judged by your broker. I can guarantee <laughs> that. And I don't think a, a bank's going to care at all if they see stuff like that. They, they'd see... Yeah crazy thing I, I, I just grab it and just put it in the recreation category yeah. <laughs> yep <there> <laughs> yeah exactly Done. I, I don't give it any more thought yeah. like, after, after seeing it but it is a really good question and it's something mm-hmm. that comes up all the time yeah. you Yet to see a credit yeah. with that description <laughs> <laughs> it'll be that it, it'll, it'll happen but um, yeah. uh, even if that's the case so be it <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i hear that uh they go into cooking shows anyway only fans i've heard that i've yeah. heard that that's uh, that's what a rumor <laughs> most people use it for <laughs> but um would you say the same for for that yeah i would for um, that example specifically for, like... for that
0: example i i think uh casino a little bit different mm. um gambling a little bit different uh alcohol and tobacco slightly different as well uh only fans i'd actually put that on the Chuck into wreck. Mm. That's that's a recreational expense. Yeah. Go nuts. Yeah. Um but yeah, it's probably more the habitual things that I'm yeah. a little bit more worried about that yeah. can be actually detrimental to lifestyle. And yeah. Exactly right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. It's a great question. Um, Those That pretty much all our questions. Yeah. Yeah. How are you feeling? First first pod back. Feeling pretty good. Yeah. Feeling pretty good, Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the- <laughs> <laughs> Just drop my the, laptop. Um, <laughs> uh cobwebs have been dusted off yeah now let's hit record let's get started (laughs) warm (laughs) up good practice run yep (laughs) but um what's going on this weekend uh not too much
0: um this week's been a bit of a crazy week (laughs) for (laughs) me it has um a few late nights so um probably just chilling out um might climb some rocks become one with the rock again yeah of course and um that's about it what about you
1: uh, I'm going to Laneway on Saturday. Oh, nice. That'll be fun. Very keen to see Fontaine's DC and was very keen to see Turnstar, but they pulled out due to the Grammys, but I got tickets to that show anyway. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice. But uh, Phoebe Bridges as well and Fuji and a few others, which will be cool. Yeah. But uh, that's my Saturday not much on Sunday. I'd love to. I'd love to go see live comedy again. Oh, yes. do, do you remember?
0: Are they doing powerhouse stand up anymore?
1: I on Fridays hope like so. Knock Off Fridays. They definitely do at. Um, it's on Caxton Street under Fritzenberger. Yeah. Can't remember the name. Good chat. Oh. Good chat comedy club. Yeah. Okay. That's oh. a that's a good comedy. I, I really like those powerhouse. Knock-offs. I They're So good. Oh, we should go one Friday I know. if they are doing it. Oh wow. Let's. <laughs> Go and jump on Google.com and check. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah.
0: That that sounds good. And I don't think Piper's doing much this weekend. I asked her earlier. Mm. She's not. She's
1: like a going for a swim. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Bum <Bomb> dives. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good stuff. Well, I think that's about it. That's yeah. um, that's the 2023. Here we are, pod. Yeah, we're back. Welcome back. <laughs> yeah, let's party. All right. Thanks for listening. All right. Bye. Bye
0: we hope you enjoyed today's episode if you did please subscribe to our podcast to keep up with our latest releases and follow us on instagram at brisbane broker podcast the Newstead group's brokers are fully accredited and operate under australian credit license 389087 for our full disclaimer please read our show notes below and we hope you'll tune into our next episode